0: Sound issues, just bear with us for a second. Okay, awesome. Okay, welcome everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the morning devotion. And uh, everyone is awake in the building now. So, hello Janine, good morning. It's good to see you there. Right, so um, today I just want to speak a little bit about the secret place. I want to start reading in well, a couple of songs that I want to read. Uh, and I want to emphasize how us finding entrance into the secret place means that we conquer whatever is in front of us, okay how God protects us, how God, there's a life that we can live hidden in Christ. There's a life that we can live where Christ is revealed in us and everything that is under his feet is under our feet, okay? That means ourselves also. (laughs) So, everything that is in your nature that needs to be conquered, Jesus already conquered at the cross. So, being in the secret place which is in Christ In that place, it is already conquered. In the body of Christ, those things are already conquered. All right. So I want to read out of Psalm 18. It says, I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my keen and firm strength, in whom I will trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Now, the horn of my salvation uh, refers to the horn of the anointing, okay? So, uh, remember that King Saul was anointed from a vial, a man-made vessel. But David was anointed from oil that, that was in a horn. That's, a horn is something that was made by God, okay? so So, it's God's strength. Uh, so, uh, the horn... It represents the anointing, represents the power of God. Okay. The horn of my salvation. Thank you, my awesome wife, bringing me a cup of coffee. (laughs) I will call upon the Lord who is to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. All right. So worship. Isn't because God is a sociopath and he needs to be affirmed all the time and he needs us to, you know, worship him all the time. <laughs> That's not why God doesn't need our worship. <laughs> he's, he's happy, you know, he is he's secure, he is full of peace and joy. He doesn't need us to worship him for him to be happy. The worship means our eyes are fully on him. The more we worship him the more we behold him in the sanctuary, the more we see him, the more we, we uh, are exposed to his glory and his power and his salvation. All right. So worship benefits us more than anything else. And uh, we worship him because he is worthy to be praised. Okay. The cords and bands of death surrounded me, and the, the streams of ungodliness and the torrents of ruin terrified me. The cords of Shoal surrounded me, the snares of death confronted and came upon me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, heavenly dwelling place. And my cry came before him into his very ears. Okay, so I remember years ago, I think it was 2005 or 2006, um, Prophet T.V. Joshua came to visit. Okay, so you can say about him what you want. Only God can open up the eyes of the blind. Okay? So, but we, we were worshipping. And I felt, I was like standing in front, standing. I felt like a power radiating towards me. And I opened my eyes and he was standing just behind me. Okay? He came in a bit late. So, you know, you could feel the anointing on his life. So, And during that service, he said something. He said, uh, when you are in the secret place, your voice is heard in heaven. If you're not in the secret place, your voice is heard on earth. Okay? So, we go to the secret place. We find our refuge. We find our strength. Our dwelling place needs to be there. Then your voice is heard in heaven. It says here. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. All right. So do you not know that you are the temple? So where is God's dwelling place? Revelation chapter 21. Behold, the abode of God is with man. So God dwells in us. In John chapter 14, I go to prepare a place for you. And I will come back so that where I am, you can be also. So he went and he prepared a place for them. It's not one day in heaven. He opened up a fresh new living way. Hebrews 10 verse 19 and 20. So that we could enter. The veil was rent. He opened up the door. We have access to the secret place. So he prepared a place. Okay. How did he prepare a place? He was crucified. Yeah. He opened the door. John chapter 10 verse 8. I am the door. Yeah. His veil. The veil that was rent was his body. Yeah. That was rent on the cross. Hebrews Then verse 20, okay? So through the cross, we enter. Where do we enter? Into a spiritual realm. We start to see and hear in the spirit. Gives us access to see and hear what the Father says. Okay, so that where he is, we can be also. And just later in John chapter 14, he says, verse 12, uh, If anyone believes in me, the cross. The door. He will do the works that I do. With other words, he will cry and God hears him and his enemies will be messed up. Okay? He will hear him out of his temple. Alright? He will do the works that I do and even greater works than these because I go to my father. Where is Jesus now? He's seated at the right hand of power on the throne with the Father. If we are in Christ, through the door into this secret place, where are we? In Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father. In the throne. Now, everything you say from the throne carries power. But if you're still trying to get to the throne... Screaming to God that somewhere in planet heaven that's far away, your voice is only heard on earth. Yeah. But if you, if you gain access into the secret place, yeah. whatever you say there is heard. There's no separation, the veil is rent. So we are in him, he's in us. So in heaven, in Christ, he is our temple. Where we worship. But on earth we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So there is no separation between heaven and earth. In the beginning God created heaven and earth. Didn't create heaven and then earth. It's one thing heaven and earth. The one is seen, the one is unseen. Okay, so the secret place is the, is the unseen. It's the place that is not revealed to the senses. You need a spiritual sense to enter there. You need the Holy Spirit to open the way for you, to open up your spiritual senses so you can see in here, there. If you can see in here, there, if you do what you see there, you'll see miracles. If you can see it, you can do it. If you can hear it, you can say it, and it will be God's word. Okay? So, it's not about learning all kinds of information. It's about having fellowship with him in the unseen, in the secret place. Or you can put it like this, in the spirit, in Christ. Okay? So, the way, like I said before, to the secret place, is through the door, which is Jesus on the cross, which is the veil that was rent. What's behind the veil? That was the whole picture of the tabernacle and later the temple. First the temporary structure and then the permanent structure, which has all been done away with. So first it was the old, the temporary structure, which is all the rituals of the law. The permanent structure is Christ abiding in us and not in the Ark of the Covenant, not in the temple. So the, the earthly stuff was a copy of the heavenly things that was to come. okay? But the, the real thing came when Christ died on the cross. He established it, he inaugurated it with his own blood. He opened it up for us. So everything that the old covenant writes about the tabernacle, all those teachings of the tabernacle, the veil that You know, there's the holy place, and then there's the holy of holies behind the veil, and there's the ark of the covenant, and inside the box there's the tablets of stone and the rod of Aaron that bowed it and the pot of manna, and on top of it the mercy seat, and covering the mercy seat, the shadow, you know, caused by the cherubs that had their wings over the mercy seat. And God said to Moses, there on top of the mercy seat, underneath the shadow, of the wings. There I will meet with you. There I will speak with you. Okay. So now here uh, Romans chapter. I'm just talking as it comes up in my heart. Romans chapter three says, verse 24. Says oh twenty-three you have to read with it. Since all have sinned and are falling short of the honor and glory of God that God bestows. All are justified and made upright and right standing with God freely by his grace. Now verse 25. Whom God put forward before the eyes of all as a mercy seat. The propitiation by his blood. The cleansing life giving sacrifice of atonement and reconciliation to receive through faith. Okay so Moses or later the high priest had to go in and offer a sacrifice on the mercy seat. And that sacrifice was received, and then the sins of the nation would be forgiven for a year. So Jesus went into the true holy of holies with blood, not of goats and bulls, but his own blood, to secure an everlasting release for us, if you read Hebrews chapter 9. Okay, so he went on into the true thing, not the copy or the pattern that Moses built. Moses was a prophet, and he acted out prophetic things. And all of those things is a a visible representation of something that is in the spirit, in the unseen. Right? So, when we go into the presence of God, we meet Him there in the real Holy of Holies, under the shadow of the Almighty, on top of the mercy seat, Where the blood was poured out. That's where the glory, the Shekinah presence of God dwells. On top of the mercy seat, underneath the wings. Okay? So, when 1 John chapter 1 says, If we dwell in the light, glory, as he is in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us and keeps us cleansed from sin. In all its forms and manifestations. With other words, where the light, the glory is, underneath the wings, on top of the mercy seat, that's where the blood is. The blood and the light is in the same place. So if you want to be washed, if you want your conscience washed, you have to come to the light. You have to come to where the sacrifice was given. He went into the true holy of holies with his own blood to... to uh, uh, bring a, an everlasting release for us. too. So, so it was a once-for-all sacrifice. That shall avail for all time, if you read Hebrews chapter 9. Okay, so one sacrifice, he went in the two holy of holies. All sin forever dealt with forgiven. How do you enter there? By faith in the cross. Faith in the blood. Okay. So I just want to read Psalm 91, and then we can go and read some other stuff as well. How much time do we have? Ten minutes. Okay. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, shall remain stable, fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. King James shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay? Shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, remember that picture it's the bo- acacia box covered in gold, and on top of it is the mercy seat, overshadowing the mercy seat the cherubs. Okay? So just incidentally, James says, chapter three, says, "Mercy triumphs over judgment." Inside the box where you can't see it, there's the, the law. There's the pot of manna, there's a rod of air in the, that butted. You're not supposed to open it and look to it. If someone did that, they would die. But you were supposed to meet with him on top of the mercy seat where the blood was sprinkled. The law was never meant for us. The blood was meant for us. Okay? So, he who dwells in the secret place of the most, High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. You see the victory? So he brought that everlasting victory over death. And it is in his blood and it is in the secret place. And we need to go there and get it. If you dwell in the secret place, you have victory. All things are under your feet. Okay? Psalm eighty verse chapter two. If I don't get to it, I won't, there's five minutes left. Okay. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, on him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence. Okay? Have you heard of a deadly pestilence? <laughs> Worldwide right now. Then he will cover you with his pinions, like his feathers. Okay? And under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. Which means we need to... Remember Ephesians chapter 6, the shield of faith. And it says the, the belt of truth and the helmet of righteousness. All those things are aspects. It protects you. So if you're in the truth of God, his truth is like a shield. His faithfulness is like a shield. So stuff that could have hit you, can't hit you. Stuff that... Could have come to you to bring destruction. Can't come to you. Cannot bring destruction. He says in Ephesians 6, you can quench the fiery darts with the shield of faith. Okay? Or the flaming missiles is the Amplified. It's a bit more dramatic. Okay. So, shield of faith. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. So, because he is faithful, and I know that and I trust his faithfulness, I'm protected. His truth, he is truth. Jesus says, John 14 verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. Okay? Because he is the truth, I have a shield around me. Okay? He surrounds you with favor like a shield. All right. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day. That, you know, flaming arrows. Nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Oh, but that's unfair. Hey, anyone can believe. It's he who dwells. So, if a thousand falls at your side. If you dwell in the secret place can't come near you 10,000 at your right hand can't come near you now it says only a spectator shall you be yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the most high at you as you witness the reward of the wicked okay the reward of the wicked every person needs the reward of the wicked <laughs> we we all we're all destined for wrath but his salvation came and saved us. We, we receive that salvation through faith. So if you dwell, if you believe, if you come to him, yeah. it's pure grace. We, we deserve the worst. Yeah. This notion that, you know, you don't deserve, you don't deserve the best. No, we deserve hell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus deserved the best and he took hell for us. He took punishment for us so that we could be made his righteousness. Okay. Only a spectator shall you be yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the most high. As you witness the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge. And the most high your dwelling place. There shall no evil befall you. Nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. So let this be the confession of your heart your refuge is the Lord. So, I'm very happy that they are, you know, doing things with, see the thing with uh, the I slept two hours last night. Uh, vaccines. Or, <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever human cure they can get, you know, they even give, you know, animal pills for the people now. Or, you know, and it works. Why not? You know? So if it works, great. It's fantastic. If there's a natural thing God made it, so use it. It's awesome. Okay? But there's something greater. It says, only a spectator shall be. Because you have made the Lord your refuge. Not the vaccine your refuge. But bring the vaccine. But because you've made the Lord your refuge. And the most high your dwelling place. There shall no evil befall you. Nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. Your tent, speaking of Second Corinthians five, your body, but also your dwelling place, your, your home, where you your life. Right? Verse eleven for he will give his angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. Imagine that. No evil shall befall you because you're surrounded by angels. So where did you th- to read that? Remember when Elijah, uh, Elisha received from Elijah. And uh, he told the king of Israel what this other king of Syria did, said in his bedchamber. So this king of Syria was like, man, he wants to catch this Elisha guy. <laughs> so he sends his whole army <laughs> to catch one man. <laughs> Don't you think if he... Already told the king everything that he said, that if you send an army, he'll know. (laughs) It's like, what was he thinking? Okay. But Elisha could see and hear. He was in the secret place. All right. So they were surrounded. So his servant went out and he saw on the mountains, man, there's just a whole army. And he said, alas, my master. (laughs) And he just said, Oh Lord, open his eyes. You know, didn't even get up out of his bed. Oh Lord, just open his eyes. And the servant saw chariots of fire, armies of heaven surrounding him, flaming fire. Okay? You will give his angels a special charge over you, to defend you, to preserve you in all your ways. So Elisha just said, Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. (laughs) So it doesn't matter how many they are. They don't have the angels. So So one can defeat the whole army because his trust is in the Lord. Because he's in the secret place and he sees and hears in the spirit. Okay? Okay. They shall bear you up on their hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent shall you trample under foot, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. So just set your love upon him. You don't need to change the world. You just need to love him. So. First John 4 says we love Him. We love Him because He first loved us. So He even gives us the ability to love. So we set our love upon Him because He showed His love on the cross for us. Okay? And now we receive that love. Relationship. Intimate fellowship. Yesterday's message. The knowledge of God. Okay? So... Now, this is what God knows. God is speaking. He says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. So whatever you're in, I don't even care if you were guilty. If you set your hand, your, your love upon God, he will deliver you. I'm serious. His grace is greater than human rules. Okay? If God forgives you, who is anyone there to condemn you? You know, Romans chapter 8, verse Thirty three, thirty four, 34, etc. Okay? <clears throat> 31 and on. If God is for us, who can be against us? So, if God is quitting you, who can accuse you? Okay? Just saying. Okay. He will give his angels his special charge. We read that. They shall bear you up. We read that. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he knows and understands my name, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. Okay, Hebrews chapter thirteen verse five. Just be free from, you know, greed and love for money and so on. For God Himself said, "I will never forsake you. I will never." Amplify it, release or relax my hold on you. No, never. And he says, I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor leave you or forsake you, give you up. God says, I will never forsake him, No, never. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Okay, so where do, do you call so that he can answer you? In this secret place. Okay? I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So even if you have been at your worst, if you set your love upon him, if you run to him and you know his mercy, he will deliver you and he will honor you. It doesn't help if you're the most moral person in the world, but you you hate God or you can't believe in him. That morality... Doesn't help you, okay? With long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? God wants to bring his salvation. Salvation is brought to people who need salvation. (laughs) He wants to show you his salvation. All right. So Romans. Five is one, I just want to say this, we need to end. But it says Since we are justified by faith, let us grasp this fact that we have peace with God. Amplified. And that through him we have access by grace, by faith, into this grace in which we firmly safely stand. So What is the grace? The grace is the access into the secret place. The grace is a place in the spirit. So where is the spirit? The spirit is inside you. So he's always with you. So when you pray, you need to rest. Because there's a secret place inside you. Okay? The kingdom is in you says jesus so the kingdom is god's throne god's authority being exerted god's power being exercised he says the kingdom will be in you how can the kingdom be in you the holy spirit is in you so where is jesus he's in the spirit where's the spirit He's in you remember he said you'll receive power after the holy spirit come upon you and a cloud received him out of their sight. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. So there's a cloud. Sh- cloud received him. Two men said, why are you standing gazing into heaven like this? Okay, the cloud of witnesses, Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 11 and 12. All right. So he went into the unseen. A cloud received him out of their sight. Jesus sh- into the spirit, into the unseen. Received up in glory, First Timothy 3 verse 16. Okay. Next chapter, they were in one place, in one accord. Suddenly, whew, tongues divided and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they started speaking in other tongues. Un, un, you know, the perfect dialect of people walking by, and they heard the gospel in their own dialect. Okay? That's what happened at the DeSouza Street years ago, in Los Angeles, early 1900s, just after... The Welsh Revival stopped. It jumped over to Azusa Street in Los Angeles. Okay, so uh, there's the man there up there, uh, William Seymour, second to the right on the top. So they prayed in tongues, you know, holy rollers, roll on the ground praying in tongues. Okay, so, so people would come to criticize it. They would just walk in, what is this? <laughs> the Holy Spirit would just come upon them, they speak in tongues. So the, the fire brigade turned up to, to, you know, to quench the fire, but it wasn't a fire, it was heavenly flames on the roof. Okay? So um, they would pray in tongues and suddenly someone could speak fluent Mandarin. Read, write, speak, everything in a split second. Okay, so since you can speak it, so you just went to China to take the next ship and go to China. Then someone receives Norwegian. Okay, that means I must go to Norway, take the next ship to Norway. And so it spread all over the world in a very short time. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. Okay, so in the Spirit, there's this place. The Lord is your refuge. He will give his angels a special charge over you. So when you receive the Spirit, you receive the secret place. You become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So inside you, you become the Ark of the Covenant. You become the dwelling place of God. God dwells with us. He lives inside of us. But we find our refuge in him and he becomes our dwelling place. We are in him, he is in us. So go into that place in the spirit, and you will see his glory manifesting. You will see what I said on Sunday the river flowing out of the throne. Okay? All right, so he who dwells in the secret place. (laughs) All right, so we're already over the time. So bless you. Thank you for watching. Hello, Greg. Awesome man! Yeah, So, WhatsApp, my, I'm speaking cells, long cells. So, bless you, everybody. Um, Kavina, Rajkumar, I, I suspect you're from India. Bless you. Tanitasha, uh, it's a to see Erika of UK, Patricia, Dini, Donna Marietta, Janine, everyone watching. Bless you guys. So, may you just Dwell in a secret place. Okay, May your heart experience that mystic secret of God in your heart. Okay, so be blessed. We'll see you again tomorrow. Remember our conference. Uh, if you haven't booked, I think there's still a few places left because uh, of the um, country going down to level one. So there's some few more spaces left. So please book. If you haven't, if you're far away, please watch. We're going to stream it live on Facebook and YouTube. It's going to be really amazing. We really trust God for revival in the hearts of everyone that sees it. All right? So we'll see you tomorrow morning at 9. Be blessed.